gitu kan. Well, good morning and welcome to our upper room eavesdrop. I'm here with one of uh, our members at Aniston First, Derek Jewell, um, and he has joined and joined our conversation today. And he's going to talk with us a little bit about our upper room devotional this morning. Derek, what what did you what you find in our upper room devotional? Good morning, Kyle. Thanks for letting me uh, join in with you today. Um, let's see. I've told you this offline, but once again, I want to say thank you again to all of our clergy and our staff there at Anderson First for doing as good of a job as you can, despite a very difficult situation that we're in here in this pandemic. Um, the devotional, at least from what I get from it, it's it's really talking about all of our biblical characters, or at least some v- biblical characters that had to wait for God's promises to come around or had to wait for um, a better time in their life before they could continue on their ministry. And I can't think of a more appropriate time for waiting than we've got right now, at least with the pandemic, because I don't know about anybody else in the group, but patience has never been really one of my strong suits. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anybody that, ce- um, that celebrates the gift of patience. And if they're smart, they certainly don't pay for it, you know? <laughs> Well, I, every time I think about this, I always think about my mom who said that she prayed for patience and he give her my sister. <laughs> so she always told me, don't, pr- don't pray for patience. <laughs> That's funny. Um, on, a, on a serious note, you know, as you reflect back on your own life, when have you found yourself in seasons of waiting? Um, obviously, there's the one that we're in right now, right? We're waiting to get out of all this nonsense. We're waiting to get back to, to real life. I say real life. This is real life. We're really living this, but get back to some sense of normalcy. Um, you know, is there a, a time in your life that comes to mind and how did you navigate it? I'm going to be flat out honest with you. Ever since this pandemic has, has started, um, of course, like a lot of people, I was working and trying to, you know, keep things going, I guess, at least with the airline industry. <clears throat> as soon as it, it, I remember when the first uh, case kind of started to come into light, it was very, very difficult to try to fly an airplane when you're worried about what's going on behind the cockpit door. Uh, one of our passengers got sick on board and talk about distracting. There's no way that we, I mean, me and the captain were having a hard time just focusing on just flying the plane because we're so worried about what's going on in the back. Um, it seems like the brakes were hit pretty hard with us with, with not working anymore and, and uh, taking a break, I guess, from the flying world. If you want the truth about it, Kyle, we've been isolated since this pandemic started. I kind of go back to my childhood. I didn't grow up around this area. I grew up in Arkansas and I was, I grew up on a farm to where we were very isolated and it's, I shouldn't date myself, but this pre-internet days, and it was a lot of waiting around and it was a lot of trying to entertain yourself and trying to come up with something just to keep your mind going. Um, so, so you, when it relates to, biblical, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, so you reflect back on ways that you've navigated isolation in the past in order to get through the time of waiting now. That's what it feels like to me right now is it's like, I'm going back to a previous time in life to a, where I had, a lot of time on my hands and uh, I was trying to constantly come up with something just to keep 
well, I shouldn't say like this to keep my cheese from sliding off my cracker to try to keep some sanity to try to keep some grasp on what's really happening on uh, the real world. And it, it is hard to think about it like this when it's actually happening. But knowing that things are not always going to be like this and that that to me is what comforts me, I guess, in this time that there's a um, there's an end to it. There's a hope that it's it's going to end at some point. If there's anything I could say about the whole deal, it's another season of life. And I think if you've if you've lived long enough, and this is what I'm trying to glean from some of our older congregation, especially now if I'm talking with Buford, my father-in-law, about what's going on with him, there are all kinds of seasons of life and different chapters inside of your life. And you know, some chapters are you know not so fun, and other chapters are really, really great. And most everything in life doesn't really last for too awful long. It moves on to something else. There's a situation that happens or a, another circumstance. And, you know, whenever I was reading about the devotional today and I look at most of the giants that I would call are big characters in a biblical Bible or their biblical sense, they all had different seasons of life. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my favorite character, no matter what happens, is probably Job. And everybody says, well, you got the patience of Job, the patience of Job. I know this is probably dumb to say, but whenever Job was going through his situation, uh, there wasn't a book of Job for him to read or reflect back on. And, you know, know, sometimes it's easy. I feel like sometimes if you're being punished for something or you're you've done a you've had a situation that's maybe yourself creating or something that you made a bad choice in and you're having to suffer some consequences for it, that might be one thing. But oftentimes, like with Job's situation, it didn't seem like the guy did anything really bad and he still had a bad situation to deal with. Right. Well, that's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around sometimes. Um and that's what this pandemic has, feel, has felt like for me when you're trying to do the right thing and you're trying to make a living and you're just trying to keep life going and then something bad happens. Well, how do you deal with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a nice reminder that um, <clears throat> in the Gospels, it says that it rains on both the righteous and the unrighteous, you know. Um, there's a It's funny something. you should say that, Kyle, because that's... Yeah, that that no truer statement's ever been said, and I, I take a lot of comfort in that too. Mm-hmm. And and you know the question becomes is how do we make it through? And I think I think the things that you've pointed out are super helpful. We look back on times of where we've demonstrated resiliency, childhood. We look um, to the future where we anticipate that things will not always be the the way that they are right now. And I think we adopt practices that um, that help us get through. You know, you've, you've, I've seen you adopt some practices that, um, that I think have probably been really helpful to you. Um, do you mind sharing with folks some of what those are? When I was reflecting back on this call, somebody a long time ago told me this, and I haven't done this a long time, but, uh, I had an, uh, a Bible that my mother gave to me. And, you know, if you flip to the back of most of the uh, Bibles, there's like some empty pages that are at the very end of it. And some minister I'd found a long time ago or a teacher or instructor said, hey, the, the next time that you, you go back and start trying to write down all the things that God has done for you, good things that have happened in your life, things that were way outside of your control that you uh, saw and then record those in inside your Bible. And then when things get kind of tough, 
go back and look and see what God has done individually for you in your life. And I'll be honest with you, Kyle, I kept filling it up and filling it up. And I finally reached the end of those pages. And it it got to where when I stopped and looked back on life at how many things that God had done to help me, situations that were way outside of my control, that um, I knew that there was a divine influence that helped me in my life. Uh, Honestly, I don't really need to record those things anymore because I can think back in my mind now and, and just know the fact that God is always with us looking after us. And I guess it's kind of a hard pill to swallow, but sometimes when you look at, again, the Christian walk, the Christian faith, God has never promised us that bad things are not going to happen to us in our life. But what he has promised us is this, he'll always be with us there, walking with us during those times. And I don't, there's been some dark times in my life when I didn't feel like I really had a whole lot of friends or people to talk to about whatever situation was happening. And honestly, sometimes that's what it feels like now with this pandemic, that oftentimes there's not people you can talk to about it. There's not a whole lot of answers that sometimes we have with it. But um, I just know in my heart that God is always there with us. And that's probably what has helped me more than anything else. And um, once again, I think back, I think that's why oftentimes we have again, the characters of the Bible to show us that God was always with them. They never quite abandoned God. And he was with them during the whole time that they were going through whatever situation it was. Yeah. Um, This is something else that's, I know this probably sounds kind of cheesy or maybe dumb, but sometimes I've noticed that things that have happened to me in life, you're like, oh my gosh, this is absolutely horrible. This situation, there is no way I'm going to recover from this. I'm like, oh, gosh, what have I done? What is happening right now? This is absolutely wretched. But what I didn't know was if you fast forward another two or three years into the future, you look back and like, man, I know it was tough at the time going through it, but that was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Because if that hadn't happened, then this wouldn't have fell into place and that wouldn't have fell into place. And sometimes I skim the surface when I talk about this, about blessings and curses and what sometimes in your life seems like an absolute curse. Turns out that God turns around and makes it into a blessing later on in the future. And you can't really see those blessings when they're actually happening because they look absolutely terrible. But if you give God time to work with the situation, because he's the guy that's used to working with the impossible and the, you know, absolutely unfathomable situations with us has a really interesting way of turning around where they actually working out into his favor and into ours ultimately as well, too. Well, Derek, I think that's a great place for us to stop because I think it's a really helpful message. Um, I think you provide us some really helpful encouragement as we wait um, in the midst of all this uncertainty and as we wait in the midst of this pandemic, knowing that God's present with us and that, that we do have the tools at our fingertips to, to help get through this, to think back on our past, to, to be grateful, to keep a gratitude journal almost is like what you were saying. And um, so I just want to thank you for 
taking some time to give us a different perspective and to give us an encouraging voice, even while you may feel a little bit discouraged um, being isolated. Thank you. Appreciate you having me, Kyle. Thank you so much.